We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings 2021 Genesis Invitational Picks, Bets, Preview, the one and done. We got it for you. If you want to play in the Listener's League, it's 3,000 entries this week. It's already a third full. The link is in the description of the video and podcast. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake. So you might want to get into that right now. Remember to smash the like button to the video and give me your favorite long shot for the Genesis Invitational, if you even want to play a long shot this week. History would show at this. If it's gonna not going to be someone who's like completely at a left field, it's probably going to be one of the favorites who ends up winning. At least someone inside like 50 to 1 and under, I guess. That's the best way to phrase it. Either way, we also have a winner of the Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets audio podcast giveaway. We're going to do another $100 giveaway this week. So subscribe to Daily Fantasy Sports Picks and Bets, The Mix, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. But on Apple Podcasts in particular, download all the episodes, even if you don't listen to them, because, you know, that's part of it. But leave a five-star review, your Twitter handle, or email something nice about the show, and you are in the draw for $100. U.S. Bucks, the winner this week, a meow 31. I've contacted you on Twitter, so you hit me up with your PayPal, and boom! You're the winner of the 100 bucks. We got another giveaway next week, so please go do that. Check out the show from Sunday, the research for this event. And I think that's everything. Oh, no, fantasynational.com slash mayo to get yourself 20% off, and you're probably going to want to do that right now. All the stats, all the tools, because, Jeff Feinberg, we're into the regular season of golf now. Golf has the best preseason there is. Usually it's like spring training for baseball. It's a bunch of guys who might not make the roster. They don't really get paid. At least when guys show up to these, like, weaker fields, they still get, like, $1.3 million paydays if they win. So now it's a big-time field. I'm yeah, excited. I It kind of started at Torrey and the Phoenix. No, it starts now. We had a layoff. Um, but, yeah, it's go time. Sure. We're at WGC, Florida next week. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. We don't. We'll probably go long today, but there's even some players I want to talk to you about who aren't playing this week that I'm excited about for Florida, who I think games are ready for. So, yeah, this is it. This is the meat. This is the meat. This is the road to the Masters. It starts this week. This is a major-esque field. It's good. It's going to be one of the best of the year. I'm trying to think who isn't there now that Reed. you just... Yeah, he does what he wants. Reed, Casey, and the Euros, except for Fitzpatrick, who's playing. Casey's played a lot and been traveling a lot. In hat- and he's, get, he's sort of on the Florida list because he's in whatever. We'll talk about it. Hatton's not over yet. Fleetwood's not over yet. I don't know if Peter's Fitz- qualified. Patrick? Yeah, Fitzpatrick's playing. Mm. He's the first one to come over. Shows you how far down the board I go looking this week. Yeah. I didn't even know Fitz was playing. Congratulations on hitting back-to-back winners. Daniel, how's your burger? I felt it was bad because I had bet Molinari and Day already, and then DJ withdraws, and they don't adjust the odds right away, and I just I went to go bet. I was like, I can't bet any more guys at the top of the board because I would have just clicked Cantley and Burger. Going up, just being like, oh, yeah, they're going to be like half this come 20 minutes from now. But I already had the money invested, so I didn't Mm -hmm. do it, and I felt like an idiot. But it didn't win, and I didn't think it was going to win until it finally gave me hope uh, sometime on the back nine. But if you had like 10 bucks, let's say, or 20 bucks, or more potentially, on Nate Lashley to win yesterday, it was worth the price of admission. It was the most, like, stressed out I have been at a, like, over a golf tournament. Whether win or lose, I generally don't get too high or too low. Sometimes I'll let out, like, a a nice fist pump if anyone wins. But after the three putt (laughs) from close range and the triple bogey, or the four putt, I guess it was. Yeah, painful. I was devastated. Not only for me, but for him, too. Like... Because all day you're looking at the leaderboard, and like, and then Lashley gets into the lead. And then the names that you see behind him, Berger, Cantley, Spieth, it's like, well, Nate Lashley's not going to win this tournament. One of those guys is going to win this tournament. But yeah. I've seen Vaughn Taylor win. I've seen Ted Potter win at this course. Like, it's yeah. possible. Yeah. It's, it's very possible. And I feel for Nate, because he made so much magic happen. And even the broadcast was like, this guy's got to look. Like, he is all business. And it happened on Saturday too, Pat. 17 missed like a three, two-footer for a bogey. Uh, And then he takes that to a par five and makes a bogey to close his round. And, you know, what a a kick in the nuts. But uh, you cashed a part of it. I cashed the top five. I cashed the top 20. It was a – he had to be Definitely worth a part, uh, yeah, for admission. So good good for that. I will – It it was going to be a lot of money that he had won. (laughs) I'm sure it was going to be for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of people had bet it. Like, it wasn't just us talking about it. I think, like, everyone kind of, like, man, that. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. A lot of people, week. I think you had it. I think Skyler uh, touted it. I could be wrong on that, but I think he, his, he tour, was out there. Tour junkies had it. And the Lee amount of had people it. that, like, had it, like, in the feed and, like, hitting us up and, like, were so happy when uh, Tim besmirched everybody but essentially Spieth and Cantley in the morning, which is perfect for me because my money was on uh, on Burger Burger Day Day. But yeah, I, what can you say? Well, the funny thing is, is Burger should have won by like nine strokes. Well, I could. This <laughs> it kind of reminded me of Reed in Mexico last year. Like it was close and it was fun, but the fact that he didn't win by like seven was pretty <laughs> remarkable. I want a lot of money. I'm on a heater. Going back, I couldn't even spend my. I tried to spend my, a lot of money last night on a Herbert card, and I came up real short. Remember when you weren't going to collect cards? 
No, just Herbert cards. No, but they, if we revert back to the very first conversation, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get a few of these. Now you have like 300. And you're trying to spend 3K on them. I tried <laughs> last night, and I got beat at the finish line. I really wanted this one. You know, you guys make fun of me for like making fun of the jersey patches. I identified this as the only authentic um, jersey patch. I'm not saying he wore it. But it was of the New Jersey. Anyway, that's boring. I tried to sp- treat myself and spend a lot of money. I couldn't, Pat. Don't put it in. No, no. I, I just I marked down when we started. Even I, I had to delete the tweet. My I know. Wife, I, I read it. I read it. Your <laughs> wife doesn't need to know. <laughs> yeah, she did not need to know. But it was a one in a one with the threads that I th- were the only threads on the market I thought were proper. Anyway, he should have won by a fortune. And I can't believe I lost money to people on Saturday <laughs> in that two in. ball. I pay promptly. Don't worry about like instantly. So you'll never get paid faster than I sent those payments. But that was crippling. And and Pebble Beach, I shouldn't be upset about this, but how could you be one inch playable off a hedge and be OB on the right, but I could play my goddamn ball out of the fucking Pacific if I want. And that's in play? I was on Saturday night so because I did not want to have to give Spieth props, even though I will. I will. That's, that was quite the swing for you when he jars it from the middle of the fairway on 16 and the double bogey on. How to lose that head-to-head is insane. And a lot of people were, were polite and gracious. One guy was a little snarky. God, buddy, you're lucky. Lucky, 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 lucky. Not lucky I paid. I pay. I'm not a welcher. I just mean lucky to win. So don't be like smart-assing me when you found your magic bean collection. Yeah, never really. I mean, if you know the person personally, then you can kind of be snarky a little bit. Like, if I want to bet with you, I'd be snarky yeah. about it, especially if I luck sack my way into winning said bet. <laughs> double- if you don't know the person, don't like, especially if it's a, like, you're in the worst, but that's the one thing, like, People try to bet me stuff. Oh yeah, they can disappear. I'm not going to disappear. That's the thing. Like you don't have the ability to disappear. I don't have the ability to disappear. But they can disappear. If I disappear, (laughs) just message Pat. Tell him I disappeared, and he'll love the content that me like welching or or be or or like not following through on something would bring to this table. Well, just imagine how bad of a look it would be on. Not that I would do that to anyone. But on you or I, if we like put out a bet, we made a bet with someone, then didn't pay them yeah. on the bet, and they could just It'd be go the worst away. look in the world. I could be betting you from your burner account, and you even you could still talk to me tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sure. I like to hopefully try. Either way, everything's cool. In closing, I want to say I did bet Burger when I had my day Fowler and Varner bets in, and I had didn't really want to invest in the top, but the second DJ left, bang. Bang. And I thought about Cantley too, but I was like, no, you got to be disciplined here. Don't overdo this. Because someone, when Rom bailed from Amax, I like really overexposed myself for no reason. Uh, so I didn't want to do that again, but, but, but it was clearly Burger. And I think I even said to you last week, Pat, that I, I almost bet him at the number before DJ left based on betting him in Phoenix not stressing the miscut, and if I was willing to bet him in Phoenix where Rom, Rory, JT, Xander, Webb were there, then I got to be able to take on DJ at the same, not like DJ... Versus eight guys. Yeah, <laughs> it was like kind of felt the same. So the second DJ left, Burger had my money, happy to cash, he's nails, and someone reminded me of this. When Tony wilted after Amex, 
And I came on here doing the like one win for him. And even the thing with Xander is no luck is luck to not have one out of all their cases to not have multiples. I listed three players that like I have at like our clutch, like that, that with their sharks, when they get a taste of it, Reed Berger and Brooks and they win the next three goddamn events. <laughs> now that's like a crazy coincidence, but there's something to it. Like, Obviously, Berger let people hey, in, and Spieth's putter hold, kind of abandoned him. I, I had Berger at Tournament of Champions when he's two off the lead going into Sunday. He fucking sucks. No, but he's not gonna like. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna win every time. No, I understand. Not every that. time, but like you give those guys taste. These guys are like Berger's been playing cash games since he was like eleven years old. Well, his dad was doing private tennis lessons. I didn't realize his dad was once the seventh ranked tennis player in the world. Yeah. Oh man, this guy. He's then gonna run. He's gonna run the ping pong table at the all for Ryder Cups now with Kucher out of the mix. Him versus Kucher will be an assistant, but he's like a legit player. I mean, a tennis player. Oh yeah, it's I, that CBS broadcast. It gives you all the info you need to know. If it wasn't gonna be <laughs> golf, it was gonna be tennis for Daniel Berger. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Great win, second win out of, since COVID. He's now on a short list and. Do you see any majors for him this year? I think he's got stones. He reminds me a lot of – he might be a better complete player, but when he catches a taste, man, he reminds me of Patrick Reed a lot. Like, just match play, stones. Like, this guy's a baller, in my opinion. Maybe we'll look at him for the match play. He'll probably – Pete Dye, of course – Berger tends to play well with those. He probably get a bit overlooked by that time because everyone will go, oh, Florida, Florida, Florida. And if he doesn't win in Florida, people will be off of him at the match play. Yeah, you never know. That's where um, his wrist injury might have started at the match play where he hit one off the rocks versus Phil. And he, like, withdrew, like, right after. Hmm. He's like, the Masters is in two weeks. I'm leaving. And I don't know if that's what what ended up being a long-term wrist injury. But we even debated it on the draft show. At the start of the year. I got him. You got him. And you sort of did the round table on like thoughts about him. And mine was simple. He is so much. The outlier on burger was the injured burger out of injury burger that like disappeared for about a year and a half. The real Daniel burger is the Daniel burger that is going to be a contender to make us teams, all-star teams, Ryder cup teams, President's Cup teams, I call those the all-star teams in golf, essentially, because we don't have all-star games. Um, he's he's going to be – that's Daniel Berger. He's up to number 13 in the world rankings now. Not surprised. One spot behind Brooks. So your guys, Reed, Brooks, and Berger, are all back-to-back-to-back to back to back in the world rankings, 11, 12, and 13. Yeah, I don't even know that Brooks is my guy, but cash them. We win money on Brooks, so he's our guy. And I would say Brooks is like the biggest winner, like number – hit like out of covid like we won a lot of events it was all sort of like stacking that 20 20 22 28 33 28 like that number yeah Yeah. 55 is nice you know what would be nice 200 (laughs) would have been nice uh but yeah burger he's the man i got scared of mav i got scared of everybody i'm scared of Knox. okay i got scared of everybody so here's what happened to me because i was looking to hedge out of the money i was like it's a bunch of money mav made it impossible to mav showing mav Mav and cantley made it impossible to hedge out of it because they're both at minus 60 or burgers at 15 lashley's at 16 like when everything is kind of going down and i'm worried about cantley because he has a fucking 15 foot 
15-foot birdie putt on every hole. And he just stops making them on the back nine. And then Mav starts going stop, crazy. Stop making them on Saturday, can't we, too? Yeah, but he made them all on the front nine on Sunday. And then he stopped making them on the back nine on Sunday. But Mav hits that shot on 18 simultaneously with Lashley going over. And then Berger makes a birdie um, on the on 17, I think it was. No, Berger didn't birdie 17. No, he birdied... Uh, 14 might have been his line. He made a great par save. Yes, really out of the bunker. Bur- yeah, and he almost hunted. But he didn't make a birdie past the... Um, the eagle on 18. So anyway, they were all kind of in the mix. So the the thing that came down to me is I'm looking at the odds, like Burger's like minus 110 or something like that. And this happened to me once before years ago. It was at the Greenbrier. I forget who I had, but Robert Streb ended up winning in a four-man playoff because he broke his putter and then putted with his wedge and still won the playoff. I had one of the guys in the playoff, and I hedged on David Hearn who looked like he was going to win. Like, he was the favorite coming down the stretch. So I hedged my money on David Hearn, and then, like, he gags coming down to force this four-man playoff, and then my guy and Hearn both lose, and I basically lose, like, double the amount of money I had invested. And I just, I did not want that to happen to me, and then everything all happened simultaneously, and then Lashley's just out of it. So I'm like, oh, now there's nothing I can do. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, Mav showing up. And the fear of... Uh, the fear of just losing leave. both the bets. Because the hedge would have had to have been huge. Berger, even though he didn't go into Saturday with the lead, based on the splits, he was playing better than Spieth. Yes, but Cantley was playing better than everyone. Yes! <laughs> that is up, but he, Tim, said something on a Friday, two hours into the... No, no, it was, it was on a Cantley. Thursday, two hours. Oh, yeah. Not only will Cantley be first round leader, there's no chance he loses. And then he, like... <laughs> That he's on speed all of a sudden. Then he pretty much goes one tee to green, and what was his putting number for the week? It was insane. Well, on Saturday, he was like third last in the field. Yeah. And then he wasn't as good tee to green on Sunday. But Berger's iron play on Sunday, like, he was dialed in. Sharp. No matter where he Sharp. was, like, every time you're like, please don't be to two feet, please don't be to two feet. And then Lash is like, I wish he had some speed luck. He had a hole in one. Luck. He had a few moments. Like, oh, you mean he like put the ball the bur- two inches? Oh, he put the ball two inches from the cup twice on approaches. Like, sorry, one of them go in. Thought Come you on, meant like that. I just meant like that's he... the stuff that needs to go right for you in order to hit the two hundred to one. Yeah, you know and you I mean? can't miss the. You can't miss. You gotta be. You gotta be nails. Nails in that. I felt like it. Shorties. I started to feel really. Like, it was a loss, and I know that he ended up getting a two-shot lead after it when Spieth and everyone made that really easy birdie on 10 because they moved up the tee box, yeah. and they all went for it. And Lashley had, like, an eight-footer for birdie, and he missed, missed it. it. I was like, you got to get you, – you need every easy birdie that comes your way because these guys are going to make a but charge. But he made a nice point. one on nine that other guys weren't getting. No, but he, but he, need, but he needed them all. Okay, I lo- I had money on Day, so I didn't want to retweet the bad juju. But someone sent me a picture of Day looking identical to JJ Spawn yeah. right now. They like man, he must be snacking with his PS Five or something. It could be the beard. The too, beard though. might yeah. Because guess- in play, he didn't really look like that. Because Spawn, at least, I, I have no <laughs> idea what his height weight is, but he looks like he's short and stocky. And Day seems like he's tall. Uh, yes, the beard on Day might put on like fifteen pounds. Maybe. Like, I don't know. You're right. You're right. That is um, very possible. I thought, just because I had horses around, I felt it was incredibly fitting that Spieth was going, not just win an event that I was, like, out of on Friday, 
win an event where I'm there and the end of Saturday like broke me. I was I I shouldn't feel that way watching like golf, but I was really, really rattled. I was rattled after Saturday. That's how I felt on sixteen on Sunday with Lashley. I mean, yeah, and even not, and Lashley went double bo- bogey bogey down on Saturday also. So I felt like the, ooh, speed is just getting this chance. But then, like, I, you know, then you're like, okay, all these horses, there's so many guys. Like, let's see what you got. That being said, if you had money on him, you're probably disappointed, Pat. But he stacked events. Good for him. Good for him. Or do, is he... No, he's not back. He has to win. But not even back. Is he going to be in contention every week again now? I don't or like know. Two, two of every four weeks, is he going to be when in contention? When off the tee is a premium, he's going to make the doubles and triples again, though, maybe. That, like, really kill the birdie runs. That being said, the putter abandoned him. A lot of, like, whether it was par saves or birdie putts, I thought this guy could, like, take things by the balls. And he, I guess everyone was letting things slip away, but it was almost like I really didn't want him getting too far ahead and i felt like he missed a ton of putts a ton of putts um and that's an amazing sign speed is missing putts finishing second place third place whatever it was that's a great sign i was shocked at the amount of fairways he missed yet was still able to just plug it 20 feet away yeah some amazing ones i think on uh not might have been nine like way off on the right in in the hosel Muscling it out, good good for him. Good for him. It's funny. Keep, be, keep be, grinding. Go, do your thing. When you win, I'll give you credit. I still think, like, people looking for me, I don't know why I have to say it. Like, I, I was as right as I could have been about anything. Um, the trajectory was perfect. The longer it lasts, I guess his giggle is, like, humorous to a certain extent. But I'm rooting for him. He's as great for a win as Reed while picking up a ball in a completely different angle as it pertains to us and the fun it would be. Other than me having to hand you a hundred bucks because of our bet, so long as Finau doesn't beat him to it. Maybe Finau gets his win this week. More, there's no way you're betting Finau at like 20 to 1 this week. When this I game. win two in a row, I could do whatever I want, <laughs> well, Matt. Well, well, we'll get to the name now. Uh, I've seen Ricky Fowler as deep as 250 to 1 this week. Where's 250? It was on the Euro Exchange. We can get him at 175, though. Where's 175? Where I looked this morning. Because the biggest I saw was 125. But you're telling me to keep looking? Listen, I don't know what to say. It's a dark place. I bet him the last two weeks. Yeah. I thought the number was like, all right, it's coming around. It's the first round that keeps killing him. I don't know what's the second round going is on. It's just, he missed like, a, he was going well, and he missed a two or three footer. I guess everyone did that, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Is he gonna I, be, what, do you think, if we had He's going to gonna miss the Masters. I'm going to say, if we had I'm to gonna, bet it right now, do you think he qualifies for the Masters? You don't? You don't think he gets it going at Honda or I guess, let's players. go players. Let's go. I'm rooting. I don't know. My biggest concern, Pat, right now is he's in a place, he's in like some, he's stuck and everyone around him is like getting better and the kids are so good. And you could say, how do I put this? People gave up on uh, on like Sergio, but Sergio had like triple the worldwide wins, maybe quadruple the worldwide wins at this age that Ricky has. And I don't think there was ever a year where we're like, Sergio might miss the Masters. 
Was there? I don't think so. That's like, this is not a good play. Like, yeah, Spieth can get it back together. Why can't Ricky? Although he is like five years older. Spieth is like, compare the wins in the majors. Like, there's a big no, I, gap there. I understand that, but we've seen Ricky be at a certain level for like, before basically COVID for like, a I decade. agree. Listen, and it's not I like he's an old man. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I say this all the time: when like a Brian Gay wins, when a Stewart Sink wins, even when St- St- Steve Stricker is leading after like thirty six holes, that has to give. Like I said, would say that's giving a guy like that has to be a kick in the ass for a guy like Jordan. It's got to be like a, for a guy like Ricky. Keep grinding, and there's guys way behind that, like from a Harris English or like any of them. Um, you even see when, you know, Brendan Todd has his rebirth. And now, like, Chris Kirk is playing well again. So what you're and saying he, is bet Ricky at the Puerto Rico Open. Is that where we are? He'll be 8-1. to one. He'll go, will, will he? I don't know. Will he? If he plays Puerto Rico this year, is, he the, is he the favorite? He might Who's not the be. other player in uh, the Puerto Rico? I guess it depends on it's next week, right? I think it's next week. It's whoever doesn't qualify last for the WGC. Year, last year, I had money on Norin? Teeter at like 100. Nor- and Hovland. And he won. lost to Hovland. But Zalatoris got into the WGC, so it's not going to be him. Werner, maybe, if he ends up playing? That's the thing. That's where we're at with Ricky now. I don't know. Matt, like, why would Matthew Neesmith be shorter than Ricky? It'd be longer than Ricky. I don't know. I don't see why he would. Or Cameron <laughs> Davis. If he ends he up should playing. not be shorter than, like, Davis and Norlander. No, he shouldn't. But he still gets that name. He's not getting the name value this week because there's too many names. I will say. But, when you put him up on, against pe- but once you put him up against people no one knows, then you can make him 10 to 1. People are like, oh, Ricky. Well, hold on, though. In defense of what we're arguing to the other side, last week Davis was, like, 35. Ricky was 50. Norlander was, like, 40. Ricky was 50. Sure. So maybe he would be behind them if they lined it I th- up. I think it's different. for Maybe it's not. But if you're going to get action on these like crossover events, and Ricky has by far the most star power of, yeah, of anyone of who's course. there, then I think it's different than putting him into a field where there's actual other players. I there. agree. I'm just saying the books like it's not those guys were considerably shorter to a certain degree. I don't know, man. California has never worked. For for him anyway. Get to Florida, man. Yeah, get to Florida, figure it out. There's players I want to talk about for Florida that are playing well that I'm excited about. I think he just needs to get to Florida to, to, to get a pulse. People like to blame them, like him and Spieth like being married and things. I don't know. All right. Well. Life's good, man. Life's good. Guy like Ricky. He's probably got a long-term club deal. Is Ricky the new Hunter Mayhan? I love those Hunter. I love the look Hunter brought up. No, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But 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 as, uh, but but soon we could be betting Ricky at four hundred, five hundred to one. It happens fast, man. He needs to go. He needs to go on the Harris English plan. Harris English, good player, not as good as Ricky, obviously. But then just goes away. Needs to figure something out. Comes back and he's good again. Maybe Ricky can do the same thing. But Jeff, I missing do- cuts. Like at Phoenix, there's nothing more concerning. And I went back to the well to bet him the week after. Me too. Fun times. But I, one day when you're so big, Mayo Media Network is so big. Now subscribe. <laughs> yeah, subscribe. 
and like you've got your very own like statistician department. Someone could go back into my lifetime cards and see my win rate when I put Ricky on my cards. You think he's good luck? For yeah, I think he, <laughs> you waste the money on Ricky, yeah. but it lends itself to everyone else. Yeah. I think I hit a great percentage of winners while Ricky still shows up on the pack. All right. <laughs> okay. I, I did, someone can get on that. We'll, we'll see over time how that works out. You really saw 200 to 1, eh? Uh, it was 175, but I think that number may be gone. It was a, the opening number. Well, what is he on DraftKings Sportsbook? 90, what is it? Paul, what is he, 150? Oh, 150. Yeah, okay. Wow. 150. Yeah, 150. 150 for old Rick. Surrounded by Lanto, Griffin, and Kevin Streelman. Much rather bet Lanto here. Oh, sorry, Streelman had better odds. Well, Streelman had a... Streelman was on a run. I was worried we were going to get the eclipse. Then man. he got. Then he got. Then he doubled. Yeah. Uh, Seventeen, or was it sixteen? He doubled. He tried to get it up and down, short sided himself, and then just ended up way past. And then it was it was the same hole as Lashley because then he missed the putt coming back down the hill. That's why I started getting freaked about Lashley, and uh, it was confirmed. All right, let's have some fun. Well, before we get into that, I do need to tell you. You ever see one of these? Yeah. I could, what do you got? We man? are in the thick of winter, Jeff, and there's a storm of brewing. It looks like there's one to three inches that are in the forecast when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place between your pants, pal. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful snowballs. Why don't you give your shaft a trim, pal? Get those balls all tight. Do you have one of these? Do you trim your balls with an electric razor? Do you just do it with, like, a straight razor? Because you should do it with this razor from Manscaped. I'm telling you. That's the way that we um, want to go. I'm more worried about these big bushy sideburns at the moment. That's what's concerning you? No, no, you got to be walking around because <laughs> you can get the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. It's the best hygiene tool for the modern man. What else do I have here for you, Jeff? Check this out. And for the <laughs> listeners, some ball toner, some anti-chafing ball deodorant. Duck butter can be a problem on sweating when you're sweating your lineups in winter. Yeah, if you're sweating your lineups, you need some anti-chafing ball deodorant. If you're sweating Nate Lashley, because you know it's pretty cold out here, but if it's if it's warm wherever you're at, you don't want to get the like rubbing your thighs together or anything like that. You don't want the chafings. But here's the best thing you can do. <laughs> it's actually called the crop preserver, the anti-chafing ball deodorant that will make your balls smell nice and make you feel like your testes are walking in a winter wonderland, Jeff. But here's the big thing. You get 20% off plus free shipping with code MAYO at manscaped.com. They have a whole litany of products that you can go through. They're, they've hopped on board as a sponsor of the show. So you can give your balls a trim, give your shaft a nice little trim there, and air it out a little bit, give it some fresh, cold air going through. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code MAYO. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code MAYO. Thanks, Manscaped, for making our winner wieners look so good. How's your winner wiener look, Jeff? Yeah, it's good. It'll look better with some manscaped.com. Yeah, code would. MAYO. Some ball deodorant. There we go. Testing out these live reads. Oh, also, anyone who inquired about the free money last week as well, uh, you know, hit your email. You talk about being a prompt payer. We're a prompt payment system over here at Mayo Media Inc. A lot of people didn't get back. They're like, I want some free money. Then I told them about the free money. Then they're like, no, 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 about the free money. You get the free money in you, okay? Let's do it. 
Let's talk about the Genesis Invitational. This is fun. This is one of my favorite. This is one of the best HD courses for television. Yeah, absolutely. And the new the 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 floating cameras are outstanding. Paul even commented on that yesterday. The drone shots. Yeah, peop, yeah, exactly. Tim was not a fan. No, what? Drones scare him. Honestly, I, I was a little behind. I saw you guys were having a whole exchange. I I didn't. He's not a. I got the impression he did like it. He just likes Pebble Beach because it's very scenic. But the drone cameras freak him out. That's not how they did it in 1971. <laughs> he was also getting upset because there was no break on Saturday. Golf Channel just bled into the broadcast because the college, college basketball running long is, is a tough scene. Uh, I just thought because Spieth was contending. No, because they switched <laughs> over to, like, uh, at least where we are. Because when they cut to, like, impeachment one day... But we, we get it on our Canadian yes, broadcast, so it's fine. I was quick to that. I was like, they can have their problems. I I know we'll be taken care of. Because we get it on CBS, but... We also get it on other we channels. We get it on a local sports channels that, I guess, buy the Canadian rights from CBS. So, Keystat, And they weren't going to show impeachment. No, they were not. <laughs> they were not. Riviera CC, par 71, 7,322 yards, Poa Greens, uh, much like Torrey Pines and South, and much like Pebble Beach Golf Links, a high percentage of missed putts inside five feet at Riviera. These Poa Greens, pretty tricky, and these green complexes in general, pretty tricky. So strokes gain, ball striking, with an emphasis on approach, driving distance gains, par fours gain, 450 to 500, and strokes gained around the green are the key stats that I'm looking at. You go to fantasynational.com slash mail for that. That discount you plug them in you see the players that spit out i have a bit more than that you can check that out on sunday's show when i did my walkthrough i'm going to tinker with the model just a little bit but around the green really does matter here for treading water there's a lot of bogeys you can make on these holes and it's not like the typical around the green players are good around the green players necessarily here there is baked in experience that comes with Riviera. It's a historic course. It's kind of wonky. Uh, you have to know the green complexes because we've seen bad putters and historical bad chippers be really good at both at this course consistently over the years. I'm looking at you, Bubba Watson. He just kind of has this part figured out. Uh, so the past winner, Scott won last year at minus 11. I believe you hit that. No, I didn't. You didn't? A lot of people. Hit. I didn't hit it. But no, but we that, had, this I is had a Rory. start of a run where where uh, yeah, you went, people in the community got real hot. And people then COVID had, came. had this one. I didn't like Scott last year. It was literally his first event. Yeah. He had done some stuff with the Australian PGA around Christmas, but he had not played. And I kind of made the jokes, as we always do, that he's got that James Bond feel. He, if there's one player in the world that could drop out of the sky and just win a golf tournament without playing much, to me it is Adam Scott. I didn't bet him last year. It probably was like 35-40 to 1, though. I think it was 33 or 40, depending on where you got it. But Scott, minus 11. JB, on that like weird weather. Outdid JT. JT and Rory and a wow, whole bunch of people. yeah. Minus 14. They played 36 holes on Sunday. Bubba, minus 12. Dustin, so minus 17. Bubba, minus 16. Han! Minus 6. Bubba Watson, minus 15. The comp course to this, we've seen a lot of left... Every left-hander who's ever won the Masters has won multiple times at Riviera in their careers. Bubba's won three, Phil's won two, Weir's won two at this course. So it's set up for lefties and guys that just hit draws off the tee. Also, the other crossover would be Quail Hollow. Okay. The Bubba win, the 18 win. That was the All-Star weekend. Oh, yeah, and we didn't bet him. Where he said 
he will leave if there's any delays with weather because he was in the celebrity basketball game. Uh, yeah, All Star Weekend, which was I guess was in L.A. He goes on to win. Uh, that was annoying, and but we hit him two other times that year, so that was okay. You, yeah, match play and travelers. Um, he outdueled on Sunday. Finau and Cantley. Finau and Cantley, who you had, I think. Who I had, and who I might have again. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, let's get into the odds then, because I have a very strong lean this week. So rarely do. Very top of the board, Dustin Johnson, five and a half to one. Not going to bet him. I think that's an unbettable number in this field. If he was 4-1 to one last week against those scrubs, I get that he's good at this course, but he's won it once in 12 years. And it's going to be 5.5-1 to one when Rom is 12-1, to one, Rory's 13, JT is 14, Xander is 16, Bryson is 17, Cantlay is 18. So that's your 20-1 to one range. I have, a one, I have a decision I need to make. Um, but either way, like, what's up with this number with Dustin? Who's going to bet that? There, people are betting it, I guess. Are they? I, they must be. They would. They must be. The they way, must be. The way I describe it, I it, agree to your initial point that four to one last week with Cantley as the second best player makes is, sense. Is, is is value compared to this field, this course. Um, although we don't get bad players winning here, and we do get bad players winning at Pebble, so maybe because it really is a finite list. That it does make no, it, sense? No, it, it doesn't make sense, because here's why. If Dustin plays to 93% of his capabilities, and Rom plays to 97% of his capabilities, Rom is going to win. I don't disagree. And Rom is over double the odds. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that gap crazy. is too big. That gap is way <laughs> too big. That Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> Just this field is so much stronger, and... It, it just seems there's so many good players here. Okay. That once we get down to even, I would say almost everyone from 80 to 1 and below kind of has a shot this. Not everyone, but. I don't go that th- There are players down there that, I don't go that, that are mispriced, it seems, only because this field is so strong. Yeah, there, there's some savvy world players there that I could be interested in. But other than that. Um, no, but I've made my bet. I bet Bryson at eighteen to one. I smashed it. Okay, so for me, it's Bryson or Cantley, and you're probably laughing that that's even a conversation. No, listen, he's coming. Cantley's coming off a good week. He makes some more putts. He wins. He has experience at this course. Because, but give me Bryson. He's played this event three times. He's gotten progressively better every single year. And what's held him back at this course over the years? Putting. He puts great on Poa. He's one of the better putters of these top-end players just consistently, and we know he has his spike weeks. Hopefully it doesn't go back the other way, but we know he's going to be up there in driving, and I think he's just going to take the same approach to this course as he did to the U.S. Open, because it's not not like, yes, there's Kakuya Rough, and you're going to hear it 8,000 times on the broadcast, but it's not long at the same time either. I think he's just going to go bombs away, and this course is still long enough where he's not hitting his wedges in, which tends to be his biggest problem. He's going to hit it from like 150, and he's going to be fine. Just make some putts. You're good to go. It's Cantley's last five starts, first, 17th, 13th, second, third. I'm going to bet one of them. I'm going to smash it, too. I bet Bryson, so that's me. He's also going to be my one and done this week. You are our three-man one and done. You're bad. 
Yeah, I picked Varner last week. I haven't made the cut. I pick winners while missing cuts in one and done. Don't worry about it. There's a guy in the race for the Mayo Cup one and done. He has three winners in two seconds. That's, that's insane. I, am, I have made a pick every week in the Mayo one and done. I guarantee you there's 3,000 people. Without a doubt, I am outside of uh, 2,750. I think there's 3,300 people. I, so you're, out, yeah. you're outside the top 3,000 is what you're saying. I am flirting with 3,000th right now while making a pick every week. I suck so bad at that thing. Um, I'm wrapping my head around this Cantley-Bryson thing. I don't know. I went to bed thinking it would be Cantley. Then I saw the Bryson numbers. I was like... Maybe I just got to just sealing this Bryson sucker. Look, look, this is all a number play for me. Listen, I objectively like Bryson at this course. I think he's going to play really well. I think it fits him really well. But if you told me that Rory was 18 and Bryson was 12, I would bet Rory. It's just as simple as that. It's nothing against... you don't care for Cantley? Not against these guys, no. He can win big events. Okay, do it. (laughs) Yeah. Go prove me wrong. It's nothing against him either, but like, I would, I would much rather bet Brooks at twenty five than Cantley at eighteen. No, I'm not here. Why? Why not here? No. Why? Tell me why. I uh, would like to know. Brooks. Besides the fact that you don't like it, give me a real reason. Outside of uh, that nice U.S. Open, I believe his California record is abysmal. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Someone will correct me in the comments. He's even acknowledged he doesn't like it. He kind of has avoided it. This is Tiger's event. We're going to see him. He was at the Super Bowl, so he's not like not... I mean, he had an operation, but he's up and about. Okay, good. So, I mean, this is where you get. You get that famous handshake from Tiger now. It has that Bay Hill memorial feel. And it'll only... That feeling will only grow. And pretty much anybody that's... um, I bet you every single member outside of Reed from that U.S. President's Cup team is here. And Webb, I guess, right? Webb's not here? Yeah, Webb's not here. Reed's not here. Webb no, Webb's too smart for this. This is not a Webb course. Yeah, well, Tiger even get Like, yeah, no, we get it. We get it. We get it. But, um, yeah, so it's great. It'll be great to see Tiger. I'll PVR the broadcast just to make sure I'll hopefully watch the part where Nance and Tiger babble for a half hour. Tiger, shockingly good in the booth. Amazing! Very good in the booth. He is, Jack is also great though. And he's gotten worse, but I can imagine like. Jack's also like a thousand years old. But Jack, like how good he would have been like 25 years ago. Is there there any chance that Phil just says, fuck the Champions Tour, I'm the new Nick Faldo? There's not enough money. I don't think there is either. There's not enough money. But he can go play the guys on Wednesday or Tuesday and Wednesday in the practice round still. It's weird. Like, I get in football, there's this new, like, the money is so big. Like, Romo's making, like, almost. He's making basically as much as he made as a quarterback. Yeah. I think he makes $17 million a year. Yeah. Well, now, like, the good quarterbacks make, like, 30 35 Yeah, but not in Romo's time. But I'm just saying. And now, like, there's word that um, ABC's hard for Rivers. Uh, Do he, we know if he's going to be good? I know that you think he's going to be. Oh, he would be outstanding. But why? He has no broadcast training whatsoever. Oh, just let him talk the game. I've watched him in front of a mic my whole, his entire career. It's different than that, though. There's a, being a color commentator, because we, I saw, I saw. No, it, I saw that. They want like a Tarico McAfee Rivers. That's like their, their dream. I don't like a three-man booth. Oh, well, I don't know. And, and, and whatever. Maybe McAfee would take up too much air. And I don't know if you, I don't know. 
Anyway, apparently they're hard on for Rivers. And I'd love to see it so we could be in our in uh in our lives forever. That'd be great. Where were we though? Cantley. It's I just Not don't where think we were? I don't think that Cantley has ascended to being and I'm going to throw Xander into this mix too. Like, why does Xander continue to get this much credit to be have higher odds than Bryson? Like, I just don't get it. Okay, that is weird to me. But remember when we would get to a lot of big tournaments, and I would bet Cantley, and I might the case would be like Cantley's like 30 here, and Xander's 18. They are the same guy, like in terms of um, agree. So it's I, I like that we're seeing that. But this this is all about the, I, it's, did, it's all about the Bryson disrespect in this number. There's no reason they, there's no reason that he shouldn't be twelve. Not here. that it really matters to me because he fixes and works on everything. What was his performance overseas two weeks ago? I think he was twelfth. He played fine. <laughs> he was he was fine. Or like one double bogey probably sent him backwards. Sure, I think that's it, always in play. I think yeah, it's in play for everyone though. I mean, the only reason Ted Potter Jr. won Pebble Beach is because Dustin made like a triple on a par three in that round. I think, like, yeah, early in it. Yeah, it was on a par. It was. I think it was on number five. That's the first par three. Either way, that's why I like Bryson more than Rom, Rory, Thomas, Xander, and I like him more than Cantley. If you give me the same number, I'm going to take Bryson a hundred times out of a hundred and just roll with that, and hopefully, I'm right. You want to talk about closers? Bryson is a closer. Closer. He's on that list too. Closer. Yeah, nails. Not going to be it every time, but no, no, no. There's but he only goes so out many and puts knocks. up rounds in the final round. When people are struggling, Bryson's like, no, I'll shoot minus five. Don't worry about me. Should I make a three-man card? You want to go Cantley, Bryson, and who? Because I, like, I really like Rory this week, but I like Rory every week. I, Rory, just, I just like Rory. Okay, Rory is going to be totally forgotten. I think this week. I think Rom is going to be forgotten. No, in this people field. don't want to forget Rom. No, because if they, if Rory is pissing people off with those approaches, he's not like. Yeah, but there's not enough good with the Rory game right now, um, and like the excuse that it's been bubbling isn't good enough anymore because it's been a long time. I think Rory's the forgotten bet, forgotten bet this week. I feel like Justin Thomas is the forgotten. No, because he's the guy that if I wanted to step up, I would take. Okay. And maybe there's a case because there's like, I mean, there's 14 here. I've seen 15s for us. That's pretty good. It's a good number. I don't mind. Justin, I should actually be saying Justin should be, it should be a three-way debate for me between Justin, Bryson, and Cantley for how I want to fire these bullets. Let's say Dustin was nine to one. Would I bet him? Would you bet that? No, because I still don't think it'd be double. Um... Like right now, they're telling us that Dustin has three times as much win equity as Bryson does. No, which seems crazy. Sounds like a lie. <laughs> Sounds like a lie. And I get that he's Although, the best player yeah, in the world. And he is. Yeah. No one is disputing that. And when he plays well, he like runs. He goes on runs. And they didn't used to be this long. <laughs> and I don't know when this one is going to end. But play great again. You're doing great things for us in the numbers. And if he wins, then you, you eat whatever it. you eat it. Yeah, you don't. You, you, it's so you hard to it. win anyway that you're gonna lose. If you're gonna lose to Dustin, then you lose. It was like betting uh, at Boston last year. It's like, oh, I have these few bets. They're in. It's like, oh, Dustin won by twelve. Okay, well, let's move on to next week. Um, but it's not too long ago that Dustin Johnson basically had the lead at the PGA Championship last summer and gagged it away. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't close again. And then it got to, uh, what was the event? Yeah, I can't close again. And even Brooks was calling him out on the Saturday post game. Yeah. I'm not 
Who? Uh, He's got one? Although Brooks wilted on Sunday there. That's another California course where he played well at the PGA Championship. A major, though, Pat. He cares more about those. So let's go into this. It's super exciting, though. I don't want to get off track, but, like, Brooks, like, it takes one win, and, like, the vibe is he can just be back. And Spieth, too. Like, one win, and it's going to be magic in terms of, like, the vibe. Yeah, but I believe it with Brooks. And Brooks doesn't get the credit from the books like Spieth does. Like, Spieth is, spoiler, 40 to 1. I've seen him as low as 30 to 1 in this field. And this just doesn't feel like a course where he should compete. I'm tempted to take, to be, it could cost me my entire Herbert collection, and I'd probably have to cut it off. But I'm tempted to book the Masters bets at the current numbers. Someone told me they were excited that they bet him at 18 to 1 at the match. Go for good. That's you, you the thing. Sh- you could have bet him two weeks ago at 60 to 1. That's the type of shit I'm talking about. I want to book those bets today. Just if you're thinking about betting speed at the Masters, just let him have two bad weeks. Then his number's going to fall again. It's not going to fall back down to what it was, but it's going to be much better than it is today. I agree the Masters is a comfort course for him, but when we get to the Masters, to me, there's like nine guys that can win, and he's not one of them. Oh, he's definitely but- one of them. 100% he's one of them. If Tiger won two years ago, he's one of the guys who can win. Because yeah, you don't need to have that skill set in order to do it. And if he's playing well, he can most definitely win it at Augusta. Yeah, so you fucking eagle out from 100 yards six times. Yeah, it's something he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next range, I'm betting Bryson 18 to 1. So this 20 range, we got Finau at 22. Finau... <laughs> Lower odds than Brooks somehow. Brooks at 25, Berger at 30, Morikawa at 33, Hovland at 35, Scott, Spieth, Hideki, all the way up to 50. There are 40 and 45 to 1. You know who I'm betting in here. Should be easy. It's a guy who should be 18 to 1 also. If you're going to give me Cantlay at 18 to 1 and Finau at 22, who's the one name in there? There's really two names, I feel like. Morikawa. Morikawa. We're in California. What the fuck does this guy have to do? I I don't understand it. I love it. 33 to 1, booked. What's the, um, is that the best you've seen? No. Interesting. Um, I just want to clear something. DraftKings really good with the, the numbers. It's weird that they're getting this Fino action because they're the only place I have seen Fino ahead of Brooks. Okay. Guess they're not taking Brooks action. I have bet Tony Fino at 27 to one, Pat. On that same place, Morikawa is 35. Uh, I have bet Tony Fino 27 to one. I win two in a row. I can do whatever I want. Question from the audience. Sure. Why wouldn't you just bet Morikawa, who actually wins golf tournaments? So there, I'm going to, there, (laughs) three-man card. Morikawa, Finau, and one of JT, Bryson, or Cantley. Okay. I like it. I like where I'm going. It actually would have to be a four-man card, because I took that early Bubba this morning. The big Bubba. So that's the that is that is it. So I have two bets in Bubba at a big number and Finau at twenty seven. I do kind of want to talk about Brooks though. I find it strange that his number is still twenty five, especially after the ball striking clinic he put on in Phoenix. And I went back and looked at his numbers. The year one, he's played this course twice. He's never putted well at this course, but he struck the shit out of the ball. Like he has the perfect skill set for Riviera. He really does. That I'm. Kind of curious about that 25. 
I don't see why his win equity is so much lower than Xander's. That is, yeah. Or, oh. or Cantley's, for that matter. Is it weird? Like, I, do people, is there like the algo, the algo shows the books? People really don't want to go, go to the well with him? I think it's sort of the Bryson effect that they're so polarizing in a certain sort of way. It's like Reed, that you always get a better number on Reed than you do of everyone else who wins. As There's very few people who win as much as Patrick Reed, but he's always three times lower in the odds. Brooks and Bryson seem to have this thing where people don't like them and people don't bet them because people like Xander. People like Cantley. People like Tony Finau. People like Jordan Spieth. That they want to bet on them because they want to bet on people they want to watch win. Ricky it, Instead of betting on people who actually win. So I'm just... I, I mean, I like Morikawa in this range. I like him more than Hovland. Um, I really like Hovland. He's been really but good. you scared me a bit with how... Um, Although I don't want to get caught up in it because you scared me a bit about him for Tory, and, it, and it, event- up- it eventually caught up to him. No, but and I just ended up betting him anyway. Think no, the ceiling will make me not need to scramble, and um, he can just putt from twenty feet all week and stick it. And this just seems like the type of place where he is gonna hasn't played this event before. That was the other thing that scared me because you mentioned that the contours and a lot of things and there's experience that that probably plays in the factor. But people expect him to have a very nice master's career. He was a low am there. Maybe I'm reaching to call that a comp. I just we've seen a lot. Of, it just it's. <laughs> I think it's the fields that show up. Like this is basically all the guys that are going to be at the masters. When was minus... the last time Morikawa played? Uh, he played overseas. Did he play? He, he played in the one that JT played in. Tory Pines. No, he played both. So he played. He top ten both Hawaii events, and then he went overseas. Oh, okay, we're betting Morikawa. I, I mean, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very, very rare that you're going to get the number six player in the world at 33 to 1. Let's do that. Let's see if my streeter posted. Why, uh, so let's see. He, was, he played the Omega Dubai Desert Classic and was T68. That's the one where Justin Thomas missed the cut. Yeah, but he got paid to show up. Yeah. So, Morikawa for me. Adam Scott, any love? Hideki, any love? Thought about Scott. We're not doing the Hideki thing yet, are we? No, I'm not. I can't be there. I thought about Scott long and hard, but... What about Berger? I thought Scott... Why is Berger still uh, lower than Cantley? I thought Fina? Scott had a great... We bet. I bet him at Tory at 50. Just, like, thought it was a great number. Um, he was so bad with the putter, but now this is a second start for him, and of course he won at last year. I don't know. I'm just pivoting. But I like it a lot. And if he wins here, I'll just have to accept it. What about Berger? Coming off a win, so miscut goes to a win. And they're still floating. Like, a 30 is a good number on Berger. I mean, I I don't know if he's my favorite of guys in this range. But again, like, why is he behind Tony Finau? Well, you should, forgetting that, I mean, I would make the Xander-Cantley comparisons when they were separated by so much. But what about Berger and Cantley? I mean, they have to feel pretty comparable, don't they? They really... I feel the same way about that gap, maybe, as I did about when Xander had that huge gap on Cantley in pricing that I never could make sense of because I thought they were equal, and I sort of same hold them in the same place as guys that are going to be part of those U.S. teams for, for time to come. The thing that really sticks out to me between the two is Cantley's wins are more impressive than Berger's wins. 
like Memorial is a more impressive win. He won, what was it, the Zozo when everyone was kind of there, although it's a no-cut event. Um, and then Berger, you know, he won back-to-back at St. Jude. He won Colonial against a really good field, but Colonial is a bit of a weird course. Then he wins Pebble against three other guys, basically, mm-hmm. including Patrick Cantlay. But I'm just... You know. No, I agree. You're, you're making the case there. Um, but I don't think that there should be that big of a gap. I don't know. I'm not... Like, is Cantlay really that close? Who's... Well, who's Patrick Cantlay closer to in terms of odds, do you think? Justin Thomas or Daniel Berger? Daniel It's Daniel Berger. Berger. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, Next range? Enough said. There was, did I have another star here? I don't know. Scheffler. Oh, I guess that's We're the not next there range. Yet. Yeah. Uh, next range, 50 to 1 and up. Bubba Watson, 50 to 1 auto bet. I got it. You got it at 60. I got it at 55. Yeah. yeah, that's actually 60. When you, yeah, I know. They, I don't know why they do that. I don't know why they do it either. Because they pay you out at 60. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I always, okay. So you got them at 60. You, you sent it to me, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go hit that. And it was already gone down to 55, but I hit it anyway. It's still 50 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I would hit that too. Why not? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> of the guys who are, like, deeper in this field who can win, it's him. He's won here three times in the past six years. I bet him at Phoenix a couple weeks ago, yeah, and he was fine in Phoenix. He wasn't great, but so I'm not. I, I, I now we're going to Rev, and I'm not getting off. There's times and places to bet Bubba. This is one of them. The number is good. Right. So here, here are some names for you from this range. I also bet Leishman at seventy to one. I grabbed the each way with that. Uh, he people is, are into that. He has competed well. He has a really mixed history at Riviera. It's basically a miscut or a top five for Leishman. But the way that he's hitting the iron so far in 2021 is incredible. If he can just get the putter to catch up, if he can just drive it okay, if he can chip okay and keep doing what he's doing, I see no reason why he can't compete here, and he's 70-1. to So I like Leishman. I like Aussies at this tournament, too. We get a bit deeper. I I threw some top fives on uh, some guys as well that are a bit down the list. The Masters boy? The Masters boy and maybe his uh, bigger same-name friend (laughs) who kind of fits exactly what I want to see. Oh, yeah, that'd be a big ask, but it would be. Sure. But he keeps showing. He, basically, yeah. everywhere where Dustin has shown up and played well, he's shown up and played well. He never wins because Dustin keeps winning. So is this the Kevin Chapel Jason Day thing you're going to give me? Remember? Well, well there's the, but there's that, but there's also one of those other corollaries too. That if I'm going to bet Bryson, do I have to bet Wolf at eighty? Well, that was the other thing. Like that's I, a real. Like, that's a guy who can win at eighty to one. He can win this tournament at eighty to one. Well, no, it's the other part of it. I mean, you make that argument for Wolf. For me, it's like, okay, well, I do believe Hovland and Morikawa are... A step ahead? Are a step ahead. But although, why, why, although, is, why is Wolf behind Scheffler? Well, that's the other thing. Now it's done a total flip where, where Wolf is like low man. Um, and I think you, guys, buy, you buy the dip on Wolf. And, and No, but there's a rotating low man in like the group. Is there not? Where's Zalatoris this week? 60s. 60s? Is he? I thought he was. Yeah, Zalatoris is 90, oh. actually, and Wolf is 80. <laughs> well, that's a strong number because I saw something else. <clears throat> I don't know. It's a big ask. I'm going to be investing shorter. So I, I don't think I, it's that big of an ask for Wolf, to tell you the truth. I don't. No. I, sorry, I don't know what I was thinking about. Um, uh, for Z- for Will Z, for yeah. a first win, sure. Yeah. Wolf has one on tour. He has like contended eight second-place finishes. Majors contended. Yeah, like he's not afraid yeah. of the big field. Not the- afraid. Long irons, big driver, putts well on Poa. Why not? I'm going to be in on Matthew Wolf. Spoiler. Someone actually tweeted that to me this morning. Everyone is in on Wolf is the one problem. 
Well, no, it was more like I feel like Riviera works for Wolf, uh, is works for Bryson. Therefore, like it, I it, have it, to bet Wolf at eighty. That's kind of the thing with me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to have any quarters left. Yeah, well, you attacked the top of the board far more than I did. Well, I haven't really done it yet, but I'm, that's the plan. What do you make a Homa? He's won the corollary quail, too. If this guy could have putt, he'd have been right there. Wow. How owned is he going to be on DraftKings this week? Wow. What a what a ball striking performance. I mean, it's not like he didn't. Is there a st- it's not like he didn't putt. He gained four strokes putting on Pebble. Can he just, I he, just see- mi- he missed the ones that you don't want to. But- can I see the stats from like seven feet and in? I can probably look those up for you. Last week, because in that range, man, yeah, he. Uh... Uh, last week, he gained on the field from five to ten feet and ten to fifteen feet. He lost from five feet and in, but just marginally. It just you remember the ones that there were a he lot. Misses. There were too many, but there I was love a bunch him. on great. Saturday. Yeah. But he made a whole bunch great. on Sunday. Great, he's the man. Um, He's playing well. California loves it. He's hyped, too. He's too hyped? hyped? I feel like he might be too hyped this week. Oh, I I mean, like, he's personally feeling hyped. Yeah, but I I I also think there's going to be a lot of hype around him. Yeah, it seems like like I would probably rather go back to Zalatoris. He got a lot of great TV time uh, striking the shit out of that golf ball. Yeah, but he didn't pimp it like Mad McNeely did on 18. That was that was glorious. Because I wanted that in the water. Because I'm sitting there with the burger thing, and I, like I'm like, if if I can get rid of this guy, I'll, I'll be okay. And he, like, it was very yeah, left hand spin, and then he starts walking, and you know that's a gem. It wasn't as good as it was basically the same as burger shot. No, I actually heard burgers on the radio. That would have been, by the way, that would have been more devastating if Lashley had been in it, the whole behind, and oh, they were like yeah. tied, and then Burger makes eagle. I yeah. just, it would have been like, oh my god. <sighs> and Lashley had the closest one of the ball; he had like a fifteen foot eagle putt. When it all came down to it. Thank you for bringing up Mav. I know we spoke about him earlier. I saw the funniest profile on him. I wish I could find the link. He's not a professional golfer, Pat. He sees himself as a businessman and professional golfer. Okay. He rules. Is he a Stanford guy? Yeah, Stanford. I don't know if his dad like invented something with the internet or is a brain surgeon, but he's like He comes from Degash. He is from like he had he had multiple nannies. Sweet. Yeah. Like I think there's like a nanny and then there's like a like uh yeah, just different like levels of nannies. I mean in, in the McNeely house growing up. Okay. Anyone else you want to talk about from here? Ortiz, Ortiz is 90. Ortiz playing really well. He was in the mix at Tory. Yeah. Silicon Valley or brain surgeon? The dad did one of them. I think I could remember. How about this guy? No one talking about him. I don't think anyone's going to use him this week. No one's going to bet him. See, they show guys golfing that like want to check the Georgia football scores, and McNeely just wants to check his stonks. We talk about the golf? Sure. You can do your Maverick is, McNeely podcast. Is McNeely podcast. playing? Yeah, probably. I'm not going to be betting Maverick McNeely. 150. How about a guy at 55 who's been awesome in 2020? Neiman. Why don't we like Neiman? I do like him. I got to just pass. Okay. I won't have money. Ortiz, like I mentioned, never missed the cut here. Tends to play well. 
at Riviera, tends to putt well on Poa, and playing great. Even put the charge into Phoenix coming down the stretch. Playing so well. Bit of smoke and mirrors. He's gaining a lot of strokes putting at the moment. Okay, what about Neiman's good buddy, Sergio Garcia? Don't love it here. Isn't this like a place where he should have won twice but just could never putt? It was. Yeah, it felt like it. Hasn't been in recent years. <laughs> Feel like he got his win. He's putting with his eyes closed still. <laughs> it's not great news. Whatever, I like that friendship. I hope he's paired with, with uh, Neiman. That's going to be it for me in that range. Kokrak's interesting. He tends, again, he has the skill set that you kind of want for this course. Wolf reminds me sort of of the Kokrak advanced Kokrak. Won, uh, CJ at... at Shadow Creek, wasn't it? At, at 90. Yeah. I, I think that and he's... he's the biggest outlier, the only outlier win in a strong field. Yeah. We, literally. Beyond that, if we get into the 100 to 1, you probably don't want to do... Aussies, you've yeah. mentioned them. Cam Davis, Cam Smith. Cam 100 Smith's, on both? Yeah, it's 100 on both. I'm just going to roll the dice on them. Cam Davis really saved his Sunday putting well at Pebble, but the driving is just insane. So you bet three right Aussies. Yeah. So is Herbert here or something? Uh, I didn't even look at the back end. Do we got John Senden? No, we don't. Um, you know who really broke my heart at Pebble Beach? Molinari. He topped that ball on the first hole on Saturday, and he was not the same afterwards. Varner just broke me. Varner broke a lot of people this week, missing the cut. But Varner's 200 to 1. Remember he was like, he was the story on Saturday last year? Remember this was the tournament where everyone complained about the broadcast? Remember he topped that ball on 10 and no one saw it? This is it. Scott went like behind the green. Yes. I had Damon. This is the tournament. I I lost my mind. And then it kind of went away because CBS goes on like a hiatus. After this, historically. Yes. It becomes NBC time. WGC, Florida Swing. This this f- broadcast was t- the most tilting. Yeah. You were, like, picking on me for how mad I was getting, even though you acknowledged it was shit. It wasn't good, because I, I, I specifically remember having Damon not seeing a shot. He was, like, one back, and the only time I saw him was when Adam Scott almost drove into him on a fairway. No, the leaders, like, were both making, like, a double somewhere, and they weren't even showing it to us. And this wasn't in the gap window. I feel like they've been better, though. They, CBS has been really good. Yeah. Because there together. was a lot of competition, although people were... People were, like, they didn't show Streelman's eagle. Like, Streelman just showed up, and then he had a real short one to get to 13 or something. Yeah, they showed that one. Yeah, well, he jarred it from the middle. of the He jarred it on 10. But, like, yeah, I don't blame them for that. That's a tough one. It's Especially because he, and he, and he's way back. Yeah, and it's Streelman. Like, we're busy showing the, the guys that are battling it out here. Yeah. Uh, 100 to 1, I will 100% be on like a top 20 on my prop card um, with a Corey Connors. Over Cameron Smith and Cam Davis? Oh, no, I'm just talking about a top 20. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, they're all like the same odds. I'd rather bet Cameron Smith. No, I like Cameron Smith of everyone you named the absolute most. I'm just saying I'm 100% going to do something with Corey Connors, and I'm looking forward for him in Florida. I might go Cam Davis top 10 instead of betting him outright. 
And I because I don't I don't think that he's going to win. I saw Kenny Kim woke up saying he was betting Luke List. What do you think? Well, Luke, one seventy five, and we say tough courses, or you said where he's playing well, but we want to take off an easy course. Was that Phoenix? Yeah, it was a hard one. What do you think? I like him at shorter courses. I guess keep that form for Florida, right? Yeah, get him, get him to Honda because Honda's going to have a shitty field this year. Is who's the Fleetwood Brooks? Sungjae, like the best three players in Honda? And we're talking Honda field. It's a waste of time. Hatton might play. Oh, yeah, Hatton. I don't know if he's going to play or not. Poulter. (laughs) Poulter's on my list. I want to say something. Poulter, I don't know if you saw in that Saudi event a couple weeks ago. He must be playing really well, Pat, because he was like had a five under day or something quickly, and he told the announcer lady that he should have been 11 under through 11. (laughs) That's how well he felt he was playing. So I'm looking forward to seeing Poulter in Florida. We might get Rose at numbers. the Honda, too, which is a really nice course for him. Yes, it is. And I, I think that people might be sleeping on that he's playing pretty well. Really well. He had a, what, third place? Second. Yeah. He tied with Finau. He had a crafty little holeout with a hybrid off the green. He, to me, might be the best player in the world at those. I remember the one when he won at Marion. Yeah, just I think it was driver or five. No, it's one from of, just yeah, off. Yeah, I, I don't think he had that. I think it was a driver back then because it was what 2013. I don't know if it was a driver, but it was something that he's so good at 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 those perfectly weighted um, roles. Yeah, good for good for Rose. Maybe he's a sneaky. I mean, I like to make my jokes, but I bet she's got a big Masters number. I wouldn't be afraid to hit that. Go checking to see what that is. I don't have any Masters. I have not a single bet on this Masters. And you know what my problem is? Why I haven't bet it? Because I see no value in the players I think are going to win. And I haven't even decided which one I'm going to go all in on. Yeah. Like, there's no secret there. Um, It's good to see Hoffman play well when he doesn't withdraw. Yeah. Steele, I think, not worth a look to win. But I think that he plays well this week. Your California boys, Han, or any of those? I mean, Han's won here. Han's won both Quail Hollow and this course. Same as JB. Do you have to blindly? I think JB Holmes is like three hundred to one or something. Do, do you just do you do you throw the blind backing on JB and like maybe this is magic in a bottle again? No. Does this type of layout work for Munoz? Because his numbers are starting to get really old and big again. Yeah, they are. I don't like this. I, I like this better for Lonto, to tell you the truth. You go back to Nate? No. <sighs> Come on. Nate here? He's, he's not a bomber. And Lonto can at least make it up with... So Cam Champ 250, California. Yeah, he's been bad, and he's cussed one and done for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh because I make the worst ones. Um, wait, wait, whenever you can take a guy who's 250 to one in the field as your one and done, you got to do it. It was really long time ago. I don't want to date myself, but like I remember when I was working with Cam or being his intern way back in the day when... Uh, UCLA boy, John Merrick. He won here. Won here. Might have been in a playoff, too. A long time ago. So, yeah, I guess shitty players can win here. It doesn't feel like that anymore. No. I think this field has gotten progressively. Like Pebble used to have a really good field. But basically, if you play Pebble, like you used to play Pebble 10 years ago, you used to play here now. It's Tiger's Tournament. It's Tiger's tournament, and it borders a WGC. So people play this, they'll play WGC, and then it's over. Someone was telling me, uh, someone about who, uh, about the guys that are members at the the place next week. 
oh, like the, the course record, the concessions. And I can't remember who it is. I'm sure. Don't worry. I know. No- I know nothing about this course. I don't even know what part of Florida it is. I miss Mexico. Yeah. I didn't mind it. Because like you used to hit winners there. Well, isn't that where Tiger put the ball on the string? Yeah. Remember Sharma? Sharma. Remember Phil Juan? We bout dueled JT? Yeah, JT made, had the and whole I made I made the joke that like... Uh, it was also the Phil like yeah. drop from underneath the bush. But it was also the one... No, I think Tiger... Or maybe that was match play. Where Tiger was on his knees from behind the bush. No, I think that was here too. Um, a lot of bushes at Chipotle Peck. We're like, maybe I'm over misremembering because I kind of was rude about it at the time unfairly to Phil. But is this where like he mistaked Sharma for like a range boy or something? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were in the final group on Sunday together like two days later. Yeah. So it's great. Good for Sharma. I, think, I don't know. Hopefully he's still kicking around on the European tour. He is. Yeah, I actually think that he's been... I noticed he's been making cuts, at least, semi-frequently. So. Is Norlander Sweden's Corey Connors? I think so. He doesn't ball strike <laughs> quite like Corey Connors, though. He missed that shorty to start his day on Saturday. And that was the with, end of With him. Berger and Spieth. But, some, but just... it, it's weird, because sometimes Norlander will end up with like a top 20 finish based solely on putting. That never happens to Corey Connors. Either he's striking the shit out of the ball when he comes inside the top 10, or he misses the cut. You're not going to get the sneaky, oh, except for the one time that he won, and he gained like 15 strokes putting. I don't think he's gained strokes putting since. I'll tell you, I don't mind uh, doing something on a placings with, Matt, with Neesmith, looking at those guys. You're in on Neesmith? I think I'd rather be in on Gim. Gim just continues to play well. And Gim is a much better pedigreed talent. But Steele is the one that actually does catch my eye from down there. Quick picks for the Genesis Invitational. I am going Bryson DeChambeau. Bombs away, 18-1. to 1. Morikawa, 33. Bubba Watson, 55. Leishman, 70. Cam Smith, 100. And I'm going to end up betting Matthew Wolf at 80. Cam Davis will probably be a top 10 for me. I might end up taking a peek back at the top of the board. The guys that would intrigue me, honestly, would be Brooks at 25. Just I think that number is too long versus some just like with Bryson, where that ends up, you know, I end up on Bryson because his odds are just better than Rom, Rory, Justin, Xander, and Dustin. And I think that he's all he's a part of that tier. Brooks is on that tier too. Go ahead. I have bet Bubba. Okay. Uh, got that nice 59. I have bet Tony Finau at 27. As soon as we're done here, I will be betting Colin Morikawa. Okay. And I think I'll go with, I don't know. You make your choice later in the week. They can tune into the Jeff Feinberg yeah, show I'll be tomorrow. on Wednesday. Well, yeah. Um, and Bryson or Cantley. And maybe JT comes into that. I'm going to fire a big bullet. In that 15, 18 to 1. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be part of that. Cantley does feel like I'm getting cocky. Right? Like, I'm just trying to call something, like, predict something instead of... Well, that's what we do on this show. No, but... We, we pick the people we think are going to win. 
And then no, we try I, to win money on them. No, I understand that. But that could be like overthinking it when like JT and Bryson. No, if listen, if you're feeling Cantlay, go with Cantlay. It's not like he's a terrible play here. He's not. He's a good play here. Got the great, he's got exceptional current form with exceptional course history. So it's like it's lining up. But I guess that's why he's 18 and not like 26 or 5 or 8. Like, you know, he is a lot of the times. There's a new respect for Cantley, it feels like. Because a lot of the times when all these players are here, he's 25 and above. At least he was all last year. I just happen to think that he's closer to Berger than he is to these top-end guys. And I think that Berger is being undervalued. Berger <laughs> and Morikawa seem like the two odds that are wrong in this field. If Finau is going to be at 22. Like, Finau shouldn't be ahead of those guys. I'm going to bet Bryson. Okay. Let's, Big Daddy yeah, Bryson. We're going to, yeah. We'll take that uh, ceiling, Bryson. What, what's the ceiling number? 17, 16? Eight, eight, 18. All right. Bryson. All right. One and done picks for the week. As mentioned, Tim is taking Cameron Champ. Tim is actually doing pretty well. Paul Casey last week. I had Jason Day last week. I had Harold Varner. Yeah, so you got zero, and Tim and I cash in the six digits for a one and done. Uh, I'm taking Bryson as my one and done. You? Norlander. Tony Finau. Have you not used Tony Finau yet? We're only four events in. Yeah, let me ask you. Have you taken Tony Finau yet? I, I wouldn't be 2999 out of 3,000 uh, if I had used Tony Finau this year, yeah, I tell you. But the picks that we're using in this aren't necessarily the picks that we're using. I have in not this. used Tony Finau. In fact, I'm trying to get a little more aggressive, Pat. By taking good players? A pl- player that doesn't win. Yeah, well, you, you need some bucks here. You need to get on the board. At this point, I'm not worried about beating 3,000 other people. I'm going to just try to beat you and Tim, okay? <laughs> well, you're, you're in a big, you're in like a $1.6 million hole to start. Even a win this week wouldn't catch you up to first in our three-man. <laughs> I, I, it's been a disaster, but I don't, I'm, I'm... You're winning the real money. You're not yeah, concerned about I'm, this. I'm, yeah, I'm not, that's a mini game, as they say. Mini game. So Bryson for me, Finau for you, Champ for Timandacast. We're doing some football this week with Gust. I have a lot to say. Okay. I have a lot to say. That'll come out on Thursday. I'm excited we're doing this. Every two weeks or so, I think we should just do it. The people miss it. I miss doing it. It's a fun show. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there's no even point to bringing it up here. I have things. I'll tease you this. Do you think my investments in cards was weird? What are you into now? Wait till tomorrow. Oh, God. And you guys can wait till Thursday to figure this stuff out. I did mention to Paul. No, it's not weird. It's probably safer. But I, if, like, you're I not, am. You're not buying those, like, online gifts. No, 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 no. Side buddy, the world needs help. Although, if anyone needs money for NBA gifts or cyberpunks and needs to sell Herbert cards, message me. Because <laughs> I have a lot of money that I didn't get a spend last night. I'm like a GM because in waiting to buy something last night, I passed an opportunity for something earlier in the week because I needed all my eggs for last night and I lost. So I I missed that opportunity, doubled by missing this opportunity. I feel like a GM with a lot of money for free agency. So you're the Jets. (laughs) You're you're going to sign fucking Le'Veon Bell to 80 million bucks. Again, hey, he's back on the market. Let's get him. 
Um, but I have taken my investment in Herbert to a whole new level that's beyond cards. And I can't wait to tell you guys about it on Thursday. I had mentioned to Paul before we came on, before you showed up, that Bitcoin needs to hire some influencers. They have Elon Musk. What do you mean? That, 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 that's a, listen, Elon Musk is a good one. But every other person that is constantly telling me to buy Bitcoin that I see on my Twitter feed is like the most annoying person I know. It makes me not want to buy it. But they're also like people quiet about it who have done it and are making. I, I'm not. Really I'm not. Good I'm money not saying that they're not. That they're, are happy that it spiked, but yeah, they're not. They're, a, they're just sitting there quietly yeah. making their money. But the people that are like overtly telling you to uh, buy Bitcoin are just the most annoying people that you don't want to be in on that. I agree. It, it makes you want to go the other way on it. Uh, so they need yeah. to hire some people who are a bit, you know, level-headed. Maybe aren't the most annoying people in the world, and feel like, hey, you should buy Bitcoin, okay? Feel like, yes, Paul. There's a certain level of desperation. Where that, they're that's like what it begging, feels like. They're like begging you. Yeah, to why? Like why are you begging me in. to buy Bitcoin if, you, like, it if it's such a great investment that you've made so much? It, of it. doesn't I don't get take it. much for you to look at the chart and be like, "Well, I'm scared that you're trying to get me to buy in at the top." Like, I get it. Oh yeah, a lot of no, a yeah, lot I of guess. them are very very. They're egregious. so invested that they're like, "Please, of like currency will be dead in five years. Make me rich." Yeah, but, but but why are you telling me that? Why aren't you just doing it? Like what 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 is the upside for you telling me about it? So they can quote tweet it when they're right. I don't. But know. But there is no financial gain on that, is there? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Like at least when we talk about like golf picks, for example, and quote tweet the stuff out, we do a show that we try to monetize, yep. and then we can make a living yep. off of. Yeah. So I, I I think intrinsically to me that makes a lot of sense. But if you're just guy who likes Bitcoin and you're constantly telling people to buy Bitcoin, where's the upside for you? Yeah, CNBC isn't hiring you. Well, no. If, if everybody buys Bitcoin, then considering the fact that they're positioned to be for you, they will make lots of money. But no, yeah, it's egregious. Um, but let people but deal with their own money. For Elon Musk, that makes sense. For like random guy on the internet, I don't quite get it. I mean, Elon Musk isn't on Twitter promoting Bitcoin every single day either, though. He doesn't talk about it at all. He just, the company bought some. That's it. Can I ask about a golfer? Sure. Is it Fitzpatrick, who we didn't even mention, the number 20 player in the world who's 100 to 1? No, he's going to warm up and be good in Florida. Yeah, that's how I feel um, Sam Burns. Okay. 125 or Woodland, 100. Woodland would do it more for me than Sam Burns. It feels like Woodland could win in this field, right? I guess. Sam, Sam Burns can't win in any field. So. Fair. I don't know. I, I guess that's a waste of time. I'm not betting any of them. Okay. I'm at the top. See, woo, Kip. Why not? He had a bad go, just like Werner did at Spyglass on Friday. He was like four over and missed the cut on the number. Anyway, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Follow Jeff Feinberg on Twitter at GFeinberg17. Check out the Jeff Feinberg Show Wednesdays and Fridays on FTNDaily.com. Get into the draw for 100 bucks and subscribe, rate, and review. Leave your Twitter handle and, and or email address to Daily Fantasy Sports. Picks and bets, the mix. You can find it in the description of this video or podcast. Go do that, and you're going to be in the draw, which we will give away on next Monday show. There's Champions League stuff up there right now. My one and done picks are going to be up there on that podcast feed, and you can watch it all on Mayo Media Network as well. So please subscribe to the channel. Spread it around. Help us out with all of that stuff. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo for 20% off to get all the stats that we are leaning into this week. 
I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.